hath in his last days spake unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds. Those are the two verses that we've been dealing with. We'll read on for a moment. Who being in the, being the brightness of his glory and express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, set down the right hand of the majesty on high, being made so much better than the angels, as he hath by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they, from the which the angels said, He at any time thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. He didn't say that. And again, I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. And again, when he bringeth the first begotten in the world, he saith, Let all the angels of God worship him. And the angels, he saith, who make his angels spirits and his ministers a flame of fire. But unto the Son, he saith, Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. Scepter of righteousness is the scepter of thy kingdom. Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity, therefore God, even thy God, hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. I had thought that I would move on after the message last Sunday about saving the best for last. It was actually a continuation of, of those verses it's where it says, hath in these last days spoken to us by his son. And we not go over that again, but and we spoke about the, the prophets. <coughs> I had intended to move on and look at the priest and the king, but for some reason the Lord caused me to linger, and it's not a it's not be a long message. I, I I for some reason just wanted to bring some things out, remind us of these things concerning uh, the prophets. And so we spoke of the prophets in those, in those last couple of messages. But I want to speak this morning of the one whom the prophets spake of. I did make some reference to yeah. him, but I thought I would say a little more. He was the one that was prophesied by the prophets. Right. He was their message. They had no other. At least his prophets did not. I want to read several verses this morning because this is not a, a subject that uh, is just here and there in Scripture in the Old Testament. It's, it's all over it. Mm -hmm. This fact of, of, of Jesus as the prophet and the fact that he was prophesied in all, of all the books. In fact, the very first book of the Bible where it speaks about uh, that sacrifice being made there and the, the animal slain is a, is a prophecy of Christ. Uh, maybe in its, in its very infancy but it certainly is that right so I want to look at some verses in Genesis 
chapter 49. And verse 10. Yep. This is 49. This is the chapter where Jacob called his sons unto him and he begins to speak about them and speaks about Reuben, what he was out of my firstborn and goes on down to Simeon and he, and he comes down to and Judah there in verse 8, he said, Judah, thou art he whom thy brethren shall praise. Thy hands shall be in the neck of thy, thine enemies. Thy father's children shall bow down before thee. Judah is a lion's whelp. You know, Christ was from the line of the tribe of the line of Judah. Judah is a lion's whelp from the prey. My son, thou art gone up. He stooped down. He couched as a lion and as an old lion. Who shall rouse him up? The scepter shall not depart from Judah. Christ was through that lineage, nor a lawgiver from between his feet until Shiloh come. And to him shall the guardian of the people be Shiloh, just another word for Christ. Deuteronomy 18. And verse 14. I just pick it. I don't want to read the whole the whole chapter. It speaks about the priests and the Levites and and the, the certain things pertaining to each one. It says there in verse 15. For it says. He mentions there about, in verse 8 and 11, about the, the nations being uh, caught up in all the, uh, the witchcraft and all the, verse 11, or he says, uh, verse 10, There shall not be found among you anyone that maketh his son or his daughter to pass through the fire or that uses divination or an observer of times or an enchanter or a witch or a charmer or a consulter with familiar spirits or a wizard or a necromancer. For all that do these things are an abomination to the Lord, and because of these abominations, the Lord thy God doth drive them out from before thee. Thou shalt be perfect with the Lord thy God, for these nations which thou shalt possess hearken unto observers of times and unto diviners. But as for thee, the Lord thy God hath not suffered thee so to do. The Lord thy God will raise unto thee a prophet from the midst of thee, of thy brethren like unto me, him ye shall hearken. Yep. According to all that thou desirest of the Lord, thy God in Horeb in the day of the assembling, say, let me not hear again the voice of the Lord my God, neither let me see this great fire any more, that I die not. And the Lord said unto me, they have well spoken that which they have spoken. I will raise them up a prophet from among their brethren, like unto thee, and will put my words in his mouth, 
he shall speak unto them all that I command him. So there, again we see another Old Testament reference to, to Christ. Notice that in all these uh, statements concerning the prophet, they always spoke what God said for them to speak. And those that professed to be prophets and did not, Christ said, you know, if they don't say what I say, then they're not a prophet. That was the distinguishing mark of a prophet. Now, in the New Testament, in Matthew 21, and there's, there's just untold numbers of references, mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm just citing some before we move on. In Matthew 21... And verse 10 and verse 11. This is where Jesus is um, coming into Jerusalem and uh, the Mount of Olives and his disciples are gathering around him. And in verse uh, 10 it says, Speaking about Jesus coming into the city, and, and verse 9 says, And the multitudes that went before that followed cried, saying, Hosanna to the Son of David, and blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. And when he was coming to Jerusalem, all the city was moved, saying, Who is this? And, he, and the multitude said, This is Jesus, the prophet of Nazareth of Galilee. Amen. John chapter 6. Verse 14. This is Jesus where he'd performed some miracles. Uh, the loaves. He fed the, the multitudes there. We're going to begin reading We'll just read verse 14. After he'd, he'd uh, fed them and they gathered up the fragments. Mm -hmm. says, then those men, when they had seen the miracle that Jesus did, said this is of a truth, that prophet that should come into the world. That's right. Now, John 7 verse 40. Here he's coming into Galilee. And here we, we find as Jesus preaches, but there are some who, who attach themselves to the word, and there's others that believe that he's an imposter. Uh, in verse uh, 32 uh, tells us that the the Pharisees murmuring again and that the chief priests and officers were uh, attempting to take him and uh, arrest him. And uh, verse 40, let me read uh, 
verse 33. Then said Jesus unto them. Uh, verse 31 speaks about many people believing on him. And they said, when Christ cometh, will he do more miracles than these which this man hath done? And there again, the Pharisees heard that people murmured such things concerning him. And the Pharisees and chief priests sent officers to take him. And Jesus said to them, Yet a little while I'm with you, and then I go unto him that sent me. Ye shall seek me and shall not find me, where I am thither you cannot come. And said the Jews among themselves, Whither will he go that we shall not find him? Will he go into the first among the Gentiles and teach the Gentiles? What manner of saying is this that he said, You shall seek me and shall not find me, and where I am thither you cannot come. In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of the belly shall flow rivers of living water. And that has always been the message of the prophets. Yep. Is the Lord Jesus Christ and the fact that man needs to believe upon him he should become a new creature. Verse 9 says, But this spake he of the Spirit which they that believe on him should receive. When he said that out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water, that's what he was having reference to. He's speaking of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive, for the Holy Spirit was not yet given because of Jesus was not yet glorified. Now notice verse 40. Many of the people, therefore, when they heard this saying, that is this gospel, instead of the truth, this is the prophet. That's the thing that identifies a prophet, is the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. There are many churches today that are filled up with people. And what is attracting them for the life of me escapes me. Because they're not coming here to hear the gospel. Because they're not receiving or hearing the gospel. They're hearing stories, little similes and Parables of their own making. Something to entertain people. Something to make them have a little emotional twitch in their heart. A little good feeling and they go home and they're satisfied. And they said there are many people therefore when they heard this saying say the truth this is the prophet. And the Gospels preached, my friend, I think, without a doubt, those who are in the audience know that it is the Gospel. Whether you're lost or saved, whether you believe it or not, it's a different message. Right. It has a different voice. It's a different tone. John 9 and 17. Here's where Jesus made the clay and, and uh, opened the eyes of this man. Uh, and again, the Pharisees also asked him how he had received his sight. He said unto them, He put clay upon mine eyes, and I wore and I do see. Therefore, said some of the Pharisees, This man is not of God, because he keepeth not the Sabbath day. Lewis said, How can a man that is a sinner do such miracles? And there was a vision among them. 
Now in verse 17 it says, And they say unto the blind man, Again, what sayest thou of him? That he hath opened thine eyes. He said, He is a prophet. When the Lord speaks to someone, and he touches their heart, and the word of God pierces, you know the man who proclaims that is God's man. He doesn't waste your time with foolish things. They say to him, the blind man again, what sayest thou then? He said unto them, he that opened mine eyes, he said, he is a prophet. And you know they kept trying to dissuade him of that. But when God saves you, you'll never be brought to a place that you cast it off. It's yours forever. John 3.19 Here again Christ is speaking. He says, And this is the condemnation that light has come to the world and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. John 9, 17, sorry. I'm sorry, I read that. Okay. John 3, 19. Went in the wrong place. Bear with me. He that believes on him, verse 18, is not condemned. He that believes not is condemned already because he has not believed the name of the only God, Son of God. And this is the condemnation that light has come to the world and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. That's what the prophet spoke of. Mm -hmm. Acts 3.20, I, I, I know I may be belaboring a point, but... Acts 3.19... Three eighteen says, But those things which God before has showed by the mouth of all his prophets that Christ should suffer, he has so fulfilled. That's right. Repent ye therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out. And the time for refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. Verse 20, and ye shall send Jesus Christ, which before you was preached unto you, whom the heaven must receive in the times of restitution of all things which God has spoken in the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. For Moses truly said unto the fathers of prophet, shall the Lord your God raise up unto you of your brethren like unto me. Him shall ye hear in all things whatsoever he shall say unto you. 
For Moses truly said unto the fathers of prophet, Shall the Lord your God raise up unto you of your brethren like unto me? Him shall you hear in all things whatsoever. He shall say unto you. I just read that, didn't I? John 7, 37. Or I'm sorry. Acts 7, 37. This is... Uh, I believe Peter, I'm not sure, but anyway, in verse in uh, Acts uh, 7 and 37. It says, This is that Moses which said unto the children of Israel, Prophet shall the Lord your God raise up in you of your brethren like unto me. Him shall you hear. Right. A couple more others and I'll make some comments. In Malachi, four and verse five. Read verse from verse one. Behold the day cometh that shall burn as an oven, and all the proud, yea, and all that do wickedly shall be stubble, and the day that cometh shall burn them up again, saith the Lord of hosts, that shall leave them neither root nor branch. But unto you that fear my name shall the Son of Righteousness, that's Christ, rise with healing in his wings, and you shall go forth and grow up as calves of the stall. You shall tread down the wicked, for they shall be ashes under the soles of your feet in that day, in, in the day that I shall do this, saith the Lord of hosts. Remember ye the law of Moses, my servant, which I commanded him in Horeb for all Israel with the statutes and judgment. Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. Elijah was a prophet mm -hmm. there that announced Christ. Now in Matthew chapter 11, verse 14, this is Christ himself speaking. Start with verse 8 there. He said, What went you out for to see him? He's speaking about uh, John the Baptist. You see, a prophet? He asked him, You're more than a prophet. For this is he of whom it was written, Behold, I send my messenger before the face which shall prepare thy way before thee. For I send you among them that are born of women, there hath not risen a greater than John the Baptist, notwithstanding he that is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. From the days of John the Baptist until now the kingdom of heaven suffered the violence, and the violent taketh it away. For all the prophets and the law prophesied unto John. And ye, if ye will receive it, this is it last which was for to come. One more, Matthew 17. This is the... Christ where he's transfigured. After six days, Jesus taking Peter, James, and John his brother and bringing them up into a high mountain park and was transfigured before them and his face did shine as the sun his raiment was white as the light. Behold, there appeared to them Moses and life taken with them. And answered Peter and said unto Jesus, Lord, is it good for us to be here? If thou wilt, let us make here three tabernacles, one for thee, 
one for Moses and one for Elias. Like he had spake, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them. Behold, a voice out of the cloud which said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. And when the disciples heard it, they fell on their face and were sore afraid. Jesus came and touched them and said, Rise and be not afraid. When they had lifted up their eyes, they saw no man save Jesus only. As they came down from the mountain, Jesus charged them, saying, Tell the vision to no man till the Son of Man be risen again from the dead. And his disciples asked them, saying, Why then say the scribes that Elias must first come? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Elias truly shall first come and restore all things. But I say unto you that Elias is come already, and they knew him not, but have done unto him whatsoever. They listened, likewise shall also the Son of Man uh, suffer of them. Then the disciples understood that he spake unto them of John the Baptist. Maybe I read a little too much there than I needed to. but So we'll just close by reminding us that the Greek, in the Greek, the New Testament Greek, the word for prophet means a foreteller. From a word comes from a word meaning in front of. To show or make known one's thoughts. Prophets of old were foretellers. In the Greek it speaks to their foretellers. We they spoke of what was going to come. Those who in the New Testament spoke of Christ who had come. So what I want us to see this morning is that all these men who were God's men spoke God's word. They spoke the things that God would have them say concerning Christ. And although we may not be prophets, any of us, we are in a sense prophets. Because we tell the gospel. We may not hold the office of a prophet, and we don't. But we send, we send forth and show forth and the gospel should be uh, uh, be seen in our lives. It should be that which uh, uh, we're, we're uh, pleased to uh, share the gospel with others. We're all familiar with the Great Commission that we call it there in Matthew 28, verses 18 through 20. And Jesus gave there a very to be, easy to be understood command. Mm -hmm. All power is given unto me in heaven and earth. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. And you know the rest of it. In that sense, we're proclaiming the word of God. In that sense, we are prophets. For we foretell the word. Now let me just speak to me as if I were speaking to you. We can make all the excuses we want about being outspoken for the Lord. I've made them many times. 
some place I've been, some place where I've had conversation with people and never spoke about the Lord. And I was pricked at work and condemned by it and made all kinds of excuses why I didn't. You know, I, I'm, just, I'm just not an outgoing person. And I'm not. I never was. I've told you the story before. I walked down to school and I had my head down like this. I, I was a very backward. I did not want to speak to anybody. But when the Lord saved me, it wasn't difficult. In my own way, feeble as it was, God enabled me to speak to people. My youngest brother, Mark, 11 years my my junior, owes his salvation to my testimony. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. But we can say things. You know. Yeah. I'm not used to speaking. Well, I certainly wasn't used to speaking. That time. would rather eat something that I didn't like than try to get up and say something to people. I would do anything and everything to keep myself from speaking out publicly. I was so frightened by people. And then we can use, we can use the excuse about the times that we live in. You know, who's going who's gonna to pay attention to it anyway? You go to the same places I go. You go to stores and grocery stores and doctor's offices and, and uh, you hear the conversation that goes on. If there's any conversation, you, know, about, uh, you might hear the conversation on the cell phone because uh, that's who they communicate with. They don't, you sit in this, uh, an office with somebody, you, you may not get a word from them to you unless you interrupt that uh, cell phone <laughs> conversation. There are difficult times in, in that sense. And you'll get to ridicule. And we must be prepared to, to endure that. And to bear that. And to realize that weren't we the same way before God saved us? But thank God someone did tell us about the gospel. Mm-hmm. So we have all these fears. But Christ solved all those fears with nine words. All power is given unto me in heaven and earth. And he added a few more. Go into all the world and preach the gospel. I pray God would help us to do that. And in some sense we might prophesy concerning the word of God. Amen. Go to hell. Uh, let's take... Uh Started ten tell. Frankie, ten tell. Yeah. Turn the video on.